yes, you need to make money. Business building isn't about slogging it for six months and see nothing in return. Okay, this advice is very likely a little bit different from the advice that you may hear from other experts in this area. But I feel that this is important. Hi, I'm Michelle Hon, and I've built multiple six-figure online businesses from home that offers the financial freedom for me to do what I want, when I want. And most importantly, it allows me to be available for my children whenever they need me. And let me tell you that hard work and hustle are not essential ingredients for our successes. So how do you build a thriving business from home and impacting thousands from around the world? This is the Chill Mamba Show. Hi there, welcome back to another episode of the Chill Mamba Show. I'm your host, Michelle Hahn. Before we start, I would like to give a shout out to Zita who left me a nice review on iTunes. Thank you so much, Zita. I do read those reviews they mean the world to me and Zita said I love listening to Michelle she's so uplifting and I feel motivated after listening to every of her episodes short and sweet (laughs) I love that Zita those words means the world to me thank you so very much for being a part of my podcast community and now if you're listening and you've enjoy listening in do introduce yourself if you leave me a nice review I just might be talking about you on my next episode even better let me know what you do so I can give you and your business a little shout out okay let's get into it shall we this episode we're talking about the five things you should focus on when you're just starting out And perhaps like most people who are new to the online marketing world, let's just say, you know, you're in your first year or two of business. Perhaps you have days when you're feeling completely overwhelmed by all the things you have to do. Maybe you're confused or unsure about what your next step should be while you're building your online business. First of all, let me tell you, that you're not alone. I have a lot of people, a lot, in my community who reach out to me and ask me for help in this area. And I know exactly what it's like to sometimes hit that wall of overwhelm and total confusion because it just feels like there's just so much to do and what shall we do next and the next and then after that, right? And then all of a sudden, you just want to freeze because You don't know which way to go. There's just so many. I don't want anyone feeling that way. So I am going to walk you through the five key areas to focus on when you're just starting out. For those of you who are beyond your first year or two of being in business, I do want you to stay with me here because these five areas are going to be a really good reminder or a reality check in terms of whether you have already focused on these things and actually locked 
them in. Um, every once a year or every time we relaunch some of our programs, we actually have a like like taking stock right looking through oh whether we still is this still correct is this still um relevant for the stage of our business so i think um for those of you who are a bit more experienced in your business perhaps you want to stick around now let's be honest when you're just getting started you just want to jump to those big sexy projects you're dying to work on. I'm I'm no difference. I love having new ideas and let's just go to the new one. Next, 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 next. And it's really easy to skip those foundational pieces because we're hurry, right? We are in a hurry to see success. So even if you've been at this for a while, I want you to slow down just a moment in this podcast episode while you're listening and use it as a checklist. I'm hoping that you say, okay, I've done that. Yep, I've done that. Taken care of. I'm good to go. And that's what I'm hoping you will do if you've been at this for a while and kind of use it like a little quiz to make sure you've got it all locked in. And if you're not in business yet, You've been thinking about it. You haven't even gotten started, but and you're already overwhelmed. I would love for you to join my free webinar, The Six-Figure Home Business Secrets, which is really my proven five-step system for starting a sought-after business from home without the stress, tech confusion, or crazy overwhelm. If you're struggling to get your business started, this is the free webinar for you. So just go to www.momboss.academy forward slash secrets to sign up for my free webinar. Now let's dive into those five key areas to focus on when you're just starting out. Okay, first of all, let me just say that starting a business isn't rocket science. But it does take some dedication and focus. That's why I'm here to make it a whole lot easier for you. When you're a newbie or a seasoned entrepreneur, there are five key foundational areas of focus that are crucial across the board if you want to have a successful online business. I'm focused on these same areas when I'm building my business. There's no way I have generated more than half a million dollars from home, which I built while raising kids had I not devoted the time and resources it took to really nail down this area. So the number one thing, focus area number one, is understand your why. I want you to focus on this if you're not sure where to start or what to do is to make sure that you really understand and then you can articulate your why i know many of you may have heard this before you know you've got to know your why but then the question is have you really nailed it down the big question you really need to ask or answer is why are you building this business? You know, I love Simon Sinek. 
I love how he breaks it down in his TED talk. If you haven't heard of it, I highly recommend it. I'm going to link it to a TED talk that Simon did that I think every single online entrepreneur needs to listen to. If you are part of my mom boss goal, you probably have already seen it. We add it into our program. But if you haven't, just promise me right now that you go and watch the video, okay? If you go to mumboss.academy slash blog, find this podcast and in the show note, we'll link to that talk. Um, and even, you know, you already have your why. Sometimes I still think it's a good refresher to just watch the video again. I've watched it countless times and I think you should too. And in this TED Talk specifically, for those who have not seen it, Simon talks about the golden circle. I want you to just, you know, if you're not driving and you're able to picture um, it, this in your mind, just picture three concentric circles with the smallest inside circle, you know, kind of like a bullet, bullseye area of the dartboard being your why right at the center what is your why and if you are seated if you have a pen and paper right now just draw this out right at the center the first circle is the why and then the next circle going out from that is your how and then the larger circle which is the outer circle is your what think of it like a dart board you have the why the how and the what. Can you picture it? So in this TED Talk, Simon tells the difference between how inspired leaders and visionaries approach the circle as compared to the others. And the difference is that the inspired ones think, act, and communicate from inside of that circle, which is the why, and then they move out where everyone else tend to work from outside in. And unfortunately, for those who are working from outside in, where they start with the what, they never get to, very often, they, may, they don't get to the crucial inner circle, which is the why, right? Think about it. Every company knows what. They know what they do. I sell weight loss program, right? Or um, myself specifically, I sell business program. More specifically, programs to help moms make money, uh, build a business. Uh, I also sell food. I sell my blog space and social media space to brands, right? Um, you could be selling skincare products. The other person could be selling weight loss coaching. But if you don't start from the inside, your why you do what you do, you lose the inspiration that guides how you think, how you act, and how you communicate. And this, in turn, can cause you to not only lose your way, but lose valuable opportunities with your potential customers as well. You and I both know that, you know, 
this online space is crowded and busy, and people don't buy products; they buy your why, and that's why it's even more important than ever right now to know your why. When you know your why on the toughest day of building your online business, because we know there will be tough days. You are able to pull from that, and I'm telling you, if you haven't experienced it already, there are some tough days ahead. Every online entrepreneur has been at this for a while would know that. And I'm going to guess that every single one of you who are listening to my podcast right now have already experienced some of those tough days. And if you can pull from why you are doing what you're doing, it can get you out of bed in the morning. It can get you to your desk. It can get you to turn on your laptop and be focused. And that is how powerful having a why is. Okay. Let me just add here that your why doesn't need to be something big, huge, life-changing moment. Even though that's what I sometimes teach my student to have, but for a start, it doesn't have to be anything lofty. I don't think you need to have something lofty right from the start in terms of just changing the world and transforming mindset and going to conquer the world and saving the world, right? I mean, yes, I do push my student at Mumbles Academy to eventually get to that. But when you're just starting out, and especially when these episodes are for those of you who are just starting out, many of you might be feeling a bit lost as to your or feeling that your why isn't big enough. So let me give you an example. In the beginning, my why was simply a need for financial independence. And if I dig a little bit deeper, it was a sense of security that I needed to have for myself. But that's a story for another time. Why I started my business was that I simply did not want to rely on my husband a hundred percent financially. I don't want to go and get a job because I wanted to be there for my children growing years. My mom. Passed away when I was thirteen, so I didn't have a lot of time with her. So I want to be able to spend time with my kids because life is short, and sometimes it can get too short for some people. We don't know. We don't know how how long or short our life is, right? So I wanted something that would allow me to work from home, freedom to work when I want, wherever I want. Which is really stuck at home. <laughs> um, I wish I could tell you that my why, right from the start, is this big mission that I wanted to help moms build a source of income from home. But actually, it wasn't. I had no idea how my business had evolved to what it is today, and my why back then was actually very selfish. The reason for that was that I was trapped, and I often tell people that I started the blog or business out of desperation. I 
could not muster up all those really good feelings to make it about somebody else that want to save the world because I started a blog. No, I was really just selfish at that time. I made it about me. I was taking care of me first. And it's fine, right? And the good news is several years later, my why has changed, has truly changed. It has gotten bigger. It's gotten a whole lot better in a way that I... I, I when I started my blog, I couldn't imagine that my, my business would get into how it is today. So let alone knowing what's the true why, right? So my why has gotten a whole lot better because my business has evolved. My why now is that I truly do see the potential in other people. And I want to help other moms build fulfilling business to serve them and to see the business grow alongside their family. And I specifically attract a lot of mom because of, because of the nature of the blog and how I started and because of who I am. Single women or sometimes men, you know, I'm, I'm here to support you all as well, but I'm really focused on the mom entrepreneurs who are sick of working long hours. They want more time with the family or some stay-at-home mom feeling restless and want to have a purpose beyond their family. They want to create an online business and they're bringing many skills and knowledge from their other life into this. They don't know how to start an online business. They've never built an email list. They've never had to market anything. Building a business seems foreign to them, but they're coming to the table with so much skills and knowledge from their other experiences. A lot of moms start business and they're like, but I don't know anything. No, you have so much skills and knowledge from your past experiences that I want to take you, I want you to take all of that. Even if you've been moms for your whole life, you have a set of skills and understand how to apply it to an online business. I wanted moms to see that they can make their own money. They can call their own shots, decide on their own hours, when to work and to support their families in ways that they never thought was ever possible. And the reason that is dear to my heart is because that was me. I know how it felt like to not have another purpose besides your kids. I know what it felt like to, 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 to want more but feel somewhat ashamed because shouldn't I just be satisfied with my kids, right? So that's why I want to serve those moms more than anything you could probably hear it in my voice and every time I talk about it it gets me riled up it excites me and it gets me up in the morning but years and years ago I was really in it for my own sanity so don't put too much pressure on yourself that it has to be big and lofty and beautiful it does not need to be at the start it just need to mean something to you. 
And here's a little homework for you. If you can take a break from whatever you're doing right now, just take out a piece of paper and write this down. Because if you just listen and sometimes you do nothing and you know you could just waste all your time just listen to one podcast episode after another after another and you don't take action, then you've just wasted your time. Okay, so take action. I want you to make something out of this episode and this time that we're having together. I want you to get very clear on your why. I want you to set aside time today or tomorrow and just pour your heart out on a piece of paper. <laughs> you don't need to call me and let me know. All right, just pour it on a piece of paper. But if you want to share with your husband or anyone dear to you, by all means, go ahead. So I want you to answer questions. Um, this list of questions that I prepared for you. Number one, ask yourself, why did I start this business? Number two, what is my purpose? Why am I doing this? Number three, why is what I'm doing important to myself and important to others? Number four, what kind of impact do I want to make? You can ask yourself that. If you're just going to focus on yourself, like I did when I first started, just keep it simple. Just remember, when you're doing this exercise, be honest with yourself. Don't think about what others would expect of you. And don't even think about how you're going to communicate this to anybody yet. Not yet at least. So that takes the pressure off you. Back in those early days, you know, I, I don't jump on, I didn't jump on videos and say, hey guys, I created my blog because I didn't want to ask money from my husband. <laughs> I mean, I, I didn't know I had to have a wife back then right? I, I really didn't think that it was something that I really talk about much on my blog either when I first started. But now I can. And I don't think it's of anyone's business if I had shared it back then. But now I want you to do it for you. This is your work. This is your impact. This is your why. And like mine, your why may change as you grow your business, and that's okay. The way your business looks today, and I tell every one of my new mommy, mom boss this, the way that your business looks today will look dramatically different in just a few years. Just one year from now, it's going to look different. So hear me on this. That's a good thing and that is wonderful. You can change your why later. You are going to come into your own, but you've got to start somewhere. And all of these big decisions that you make now, all of these whys, all of these reasons why you're doing what you're doing needs to be decided now and you 
but it doesn't have to be set in stone. You get to pivot later. You get to make changes, but at least get it down now. All right. And that's why I love building business online. You get to call the shots. You get to change things. It has to, it gets to evolve. Just like our kids. Where you are today is very important. It is part of your journey. And I want you to be present with it. And through it all, don't waste a minute of valuable lesson that you will learn along the way. Ask yourself. What is your why? Focus area number two, understand who you are here to serve. In other words, who are or will be your customers? Many times people think a business is to make money, which is true. But how are you going to make money to sell things or products or services? Why would people want to give you the money for your products or services? It's because your products or services will serve them. It's an exchange of value. They give you their money, you give them value. And therefore, besides having all the knowledge about your product, you are going to have to get to know the people who are going to buy them. In other words, the people you serve. Here's something I'm going to take all of the pressure all of you okay this likely will change as well just like your why this will develop this will transform so just make a decision now and then you can play around with it and change it up as you go i'm telling you this because most people just like to like you know uh, be talking about their products, how great it is, the benefits, how good this thing is, how good that thing is. But they don't like to spend time on figuring out their ideal customer avatar or who the perfect customers for them will look like. If you are going to sell a bottle of water instead of just going out or instead of spending all your time finding out how great your bottle of water is, perhaps find out what kind of people would buy your bottle of water. And all of my Mumboss Academy members out there, you know what an ideal customer avatar is. It's just who you're serving. Very simple, right? Your ideal customer avatar is who you're serving. If you don't have a clear picture of who you're serving, every decision you make in your business will be diluted and unclear. And that's why I've created an ICA, which is Ideal Customer Avatar Exercise. And I, I had to figure out who my avatar or my ICA many, many times too. Because I have four different businesses and within a business, sometimes we have different products, right? So I actually have different ICA for 
my Mambo Skull program where I take you from zero idea to launching your business versus my In Demand, which is my personal branding program for mom bosses who are already having their own business, right? They just want to scale up in terms of visibility and, and sales and impact that they make in the world. If you are a complete newbie, I'm not going to throw at you into, you know, all my webinar programs and how in-depth we go into, into finding out who your customer, uh, ideal customer avatar is. But I'm going to share a little bit with you so that you have an idea to, to know this is actually an area of focus. Um, so, uh, so you can do this, okay? You can do, if, if you've not done this before, just know that you can do hard things. Um, if you feel like, I, I don't know my customer, how am I going to figure out who my ICA is? Um, I want you to just forward the audio a little bit, okay? Um, we will actually get into how you can um, identify your ICA right here on this podcast. Um, so ICA identification number one, I want you to write a detailed description of who you think you're serving or who you want to serve. This may be a person that you know in real life, um, or this is someone that have not bought from you, but you love for her to buy your product. Okay, this could be your existing customer already, but and you love having more of these kind of customer. I want you to detailly describe her basically. Okay, I want you to get into the nitty gritty when you write his or her description. What do they look like? How old are they? What books do they read? Where do they hang out online? Who do they follow on Instagram? Or what inspires them? What are the biggest pain point or frustration in life? The goal here is to intimately know and pinpoint the single person that you have in your mind, right? Say if, if you already have started a business and you have a pool of customer, let's say out of 10 customer, that's two that is like, they don't question about the price. They're easy. They're good with payment. They just love your product. Who are they? Are they a mom? Are they single women? Are they, what are they? I want you to pinpoint that, okay? And you might be saying, but if I just come up with one person, then what about all these other people that I also want to sell to, that I also want to be serving? Am I going to leave them out? So you are going to trust me on this because have you heard the words um, or the saying, if you try to target everyone, if you try to sell to everyone, you sell to no one, right? Don't worry. When you get to know someone like that, chances are there are many people who are just like them. When you create solutions or content, for that single ideal customer avatar or short ICA, it actually attracts more people that are just like the ICA that you have 
selected, you will find them with one message for this one person. And it's like magic, but you need to trust me on this one because, well, yes, people are kind of different. They're kind of unique, but not everyone is that different, right? So if you were to, let's say your ICA is someone like me, there are probably a lot of women entrepreneurs who think and, and like things that are similar or have the same pain points and follow the same people on Instagram, okay? So I actually have prepared an ICA worksheets for you to work through. I'm going to give you the link to download it for free in a bit. Just stick with me here. ICA identification number two. I want you to get out there and talk to your ICA. Get to know them better. Set up calls. You know, if you have this one friend and you know that, oh my God, my product will be perfect for her, set up a call and ask her questions. Engage in Facebook groups. Attend meetups, which is a little bit impossible in most parts of the world. But if you could, attend meetups and ask questions. Don't just keep selling to people. Ask people. Ask them questions. Ask them what they're struggling with and help them with the question and serve them without expecting anything in return. And a secret tip here is to just ask and listen. Listen more than you talk. I think it's really, really important that you try to understand your ICA very, very well. Because if you don't understand them, you are not going to do a good job selling or telling people how your product or services is going to help them because you don't understand them, right? So while it seems like, oh my God, one extra thing to do, I just really want to make more sales, trust me on this. Spend a little bit more time doing this exercise and next time, if you do have a discovery call or a sales call with anyone or drafting a sales um, email for anyone, it makes your job a lot easier when you know exactly what they want, what they treasure, what they love about your product, right? So whatever it is, the words that come out from their mouth, or if you go into Facebook groups and see how they answer other people or what they say about their frustration, those things, take it down, note it down, and that will be your guide to creating content just for them. All right, remember how I told you about the worksheet that I prepared on ICA, on Ideal Customer Avatar? Just go to www mamboss.academies forward slash ICA is free. So just if you want to pause this right now, head over there, download the worksheet and it will give you a clearer idea and give you all the questions that I just asked you just now. It's all in the worksheet so you can get to know your ideal customer avatar better.
we are moving on to focus area number three. I want you to make sure that your website has a very clear brand message. Don't get stuck on trying to create the most beautiful, most amazing website. It doesn't have to be fancy. I had a very basic, not fancy at all website for the longest time. And I've made my first $100,000 on that website that I pretty much slapped together using a free platform. I did not even have my um, WordPress website with hosting and all that. It was still on Blogger. So I promise you, you do not need a lot of bells and whistles to make the website successful. So here are the three things that you do need though. Number one, your message must be clear on your website. You want people to know immediately what you can do for them when they arrive on your homepage. And number two, you have an easy way for people to opt into your email list. You have to take advantage of e email list building from the get-go, even if you do not have a product or service to sell yet. Even if you're just a blog at the moment, make sure you start building email lists. And number three, you have a place to create and house all your content that you are going to be creating every single week. And to me, that's the most important because your website serves as where you blog and where you post your show notes if you release podcasts or videos. You do want to have a home for your content and you want to drive people there and become part of your community by signing up to your email list. What worries me most is that these days, most people build their entire business on someone else's land, on someone else's platform. They don't have a website and they say, it's okay, I have a Facebook group, I have a Facebook page, I have many um, engaged followers on Instagram, but that's not enough. That's like building your entire business on rented land and one day your landlord say, that's it, I want to take it back. That's it, if you want to continue talking to your engaged followers, you have to start paying or your reach, whatever you post just won't reach them, right? Or worse, it get hacked and there goes your business. So that's why always have a home for your business, which is your website. So let's back up a bit. If you're in the beginning stages of building your business, you might be wondering how to create that clear message. And I think it will be best if I give you a couple of real life examples from some of the companies out there that are doing a great job at having their clear message right at the core of their website. And we all love looking at examples so then we can adopt them into our business. And before I get into it, you may be hearing kids laughing in the background. 
um, slamming doors and giggling and running around. And this is because I'm recording this episode during a school holiday. And even though the door is shut behind me, I hope, I hope the microphone isn't picking up their sound. But if they do, just ignore them. They're, they're all right. <laughs> all right. So um, let's get into it. And I'm going to read a few examples to you now. But I also have the actual screenshots in my show notes at www.mumboss.academy forward slash blog. So you can head over there and check out the language used and how the messages flows on the website um, so that they can show that their ideal customers that they are at the in the right place where the solution to their customers will be given. And the key here is to keep it simple. Right, so the first one is from Kajabi. It's a software company for online program creators. And on their homepage of their website, the first thing that you'll see is everything you need for your knowledge business. All in one place. Kajabi gives you all the tools you need to build, market, and sell it all with just a few clicks. It's simple and to the point, right? And can you see how they keep their customers in mind? They address the customer's needs and they show that they are a software that's robust and it's all under one roof and it's easy to use. And it could see how that message actually handles the demands of their customers. And in this case, the ones who are going to be building their knowledge-based business and the message also helps Kajabi connect to their visitors and communicate the message, which is nice, simple, and to the point. Next, let's take a look at an example from Copywriter, which is a site that I absolutely love and I subscribe to their newsletter. They say, build your online authority with powerfully effective content marketing. Get superior content marketing education so you can build a remarkable online presence. Talk about using each and every word to convey a message clearly. I love that. And here's a little trick that I learned some time ago. If you put something out like get superior content marketing education, then it's easy to, for people to think, why? Why should I need superior content education? So what you do is you then use the word so that you can. So then you spell out the benefits, right? So again, get superior content marketing education. And then I would add, so you can, and in this case, copywriter a copy blogger said, so you can build a remarkable online presence. Tell people why the thing that you're promising is important. And I love this type of messaging. It's because people need to be told sometimes, so they don't need to think about it. And lastly, I'm going to read some messaging from Michael Hyatt 
on his about page. Besides your homepage, it's really important to have a good about page on your site. So listen to how Michael speaks to his ICA here. And if his ICA is you, if you're his ICA and you've come to his about page, you know right away that you've come to the right place. Okay, and that's what you want to think about when you are creating your messaging. When the right person comes to your page, they know instantly that they are right where they need to be. And I also want you to pay attention to how Michael shows his, that he understands what is important in his ICA's life because he knows who his ICA is. Okay? And he also tells them how he helps them. And here goes. If you're like most of my readers, you're already a high-achieving leader. You're committed to making big contributions at work and seeing big results. But you're not just looking for one-dimensional success. You also want to thrive in all other domains of life, your relationship with your family and friends, your health, your spiritual and intellectual growth, your hobbies, your fashion and interests, your legacy, and the lives of people around you. You are after long-lasting multi-dimensional success, and that's really matters. Winning in all life's domain improves the lives of everyone around you. Your team enjoys a more joyful and fulfilled leader. Your family rests assured that they're number one in your life. Plus, you'll have the energy, creativity, and stamina you need to be your best at work and at home. That sounds good, right? That sounds like, whoa, I'm, yes, I am. And Michael goes on from here to now show them how they can achieve their goal. But first, he says, I get you. You're at the right place. This is what you wanted, right? So when you are creating your messaging, make sure that after you've written it, read it again right especially on your about page think that it shows that you really get your ICA if you want use Michael as an inspiration but do not copy word by word again I'll include all of these example in the show notes in our blog so take a look at www.manboss.academy forward slash blog and see if you can create your own clear message with these examples as your guide. I know that it might feel like it's a lot, but what I'm doing here is keeping your focus, this key focus of areas. And once you've got this key focus of areas and your clear messaging, your ICA, your why nailed down, you can see that your business grow exponentially just by keeping focus and not being overwhelmed. 
Hey there, I'm taking a short break to let you know that if you've been thinking of starting a business but you just don't know where or how to start or you're that frazzled entrepreneur trying to do everything but your business is still not growing, consider Momentum, my month-to-month coaching membership to take your business to that next level so you can reach your goals faster and easier. You will also gain access to in-depth training, strategies, mindset coaching, and an exclusive community that is designed to help you define your purpose, clarify your strategy, and build a business and life you love. Head over to michellehorn.com forward slash momentum to join us now. Now, let's move on to focus area four, your favorite social media platform. This is pretty simple, but I've seen so many of my students struggle here because they spread themselves too thin and it slows them down. And that's why I want you to choose your one platform of choice, be it a blog, a podcast, or a video show um, meaning a youtube channel so just choose one this is critical when you're just getting started and it's not okay to have a video show i also want a podcast and i also want a blog and also randomly choose one a week to put out there um, but no no let's be consistent I'd rather you only pick one platform and post consistently, meaning every day or every other day, the very least, instead of one post per platform per week, okay? I'm really going to put this stake in the ground and say that will be too much for you if you're trying to be everywhere. And it's too confusing for your audience as well. Like, where do I find your your content this week. I don't, I don't even know where you'll be posting. So just choose one. Down the road, you may want to expand and that's cool. But in your first two years of business, you are spreading yourself too thin and you're actually taking the focus off of other things that you should be doing in your business. Don't see, oh, TikTok, it seems to be taking off right now and all the TikTok grew and will tell you how easy it is to just grow on TikTok and then you go and do a couple of TikTok videos and it doesn't work and you get disappointed and then you jump back into Instagram. Please don't do that. Stay focused. Once you choose that one platform, I want you to create original consistent content on a weekly basis. Okay, so every single week you're either blogging podcasting or making a video depending on what platform you use and if you are in platform like Instagram which is easier for you to post every single day with just an image or a quote post do that but at the very least if you're doing blogging podcasting or video which is more of evergreen type content have one out once a week And for those of you who have been business for a while, but thought, you know, you would take a listen and check off everything I've said, make sure you have your foundation. Are you currently putting out original content every single week? 
it's easy to look at me. But Michelle, you're everywhere. You have Facebook, you have Instagram, you do have uh, YouTube. But again, I don't focus on my YouTube, right? But what I'm currently focusing in, let me tell you, when I first started, in the first three to five years, my go-to is my blog. And then I would repost on Instagram or Facebook. That's it. That's it. My one piece of original content was the blog. And now my one piece of original content is the podcast. So it's easy to look at me and say, but you have blog, you have podcast, you have this, you have that. But no, for you, especially at the start, just pick one. This is a must. It's an absolute must. Because here's what consistently creating the original content will do for you. It will strengthen the relationship that you have with your existing audience. And it will also help you find more subscribers so that you can begin to strengthen that new, those new relationships as well. And when you create consistent content, there are two reasons that you're doing it. To actually nurture the relationship that you've already created and become the go-to source and to find more people so that you can eventually nurture those relationships as well. So trust me when I tell you that in the beginning, creating and publishing all of this original content on a consistent basis, yes, it's a little bit of work until you get your systems down. But it's more important than networking, going to meetups, go speak on stage, go on speaking summits. Now that it's with the online world and COVID situation, right? Or even creating a course. You want to build your audience. And I don't want you to do any of all that, all of those busy work that people tell you that you need to do until you lock down. Yes, I am creating content on a weekly basis. I'm telling you, it's a game changer. It's a must. I just got off an interview, a podcast interview that would be published three weeks from now. I do batch record in, in advance. Um, this is from um, uh, Facebook strategist, Ms. Uh, Jason Gunn. And he was telling me he just started his YouTube channel last year but he committed to doing one video per week and today just after a year's time his youtube channel generates more than 100k revenue for his business even more than his facebook ads even though he's a facebook ads strategist his organic content his video on youtube is doing that for him. Okay, so I want you to get this down seriously. When you're known for something, people will listen. And that way you get known for something is to become prolific. You might feel like, but I'm not good at video. I'm not good at speaking. I'm not good at writing. What can I do? Pick one and become good. Okay, so 
most of the people, most of the entrepreneurs, people who become experts or people who become known, become a personal brand, when they first started out, they just give, 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 give without ever asking for anything in return. But then after a while, you can see that your audience starts to grow. And then what, once you build an audience, once they trust you, really, you can sell anything. Once you understand them, they'll be telling you what they need. Okay, you can branch out and do all of the other things later in your journey, but not now. Okay, so just pick one social media platform and stick to that. And now we got to the last focus area when you're first starting out your business. Find a way to make money right away. Yes, you need to make money. Business building isn't about slogging it for six months and see nothing in return. Okay, this advice is very likely a little bit different from the advice that you may hear from other experts in this area. But I feel that this is important. Because if we don't take care of ourselves first, if we don't get paid, if we don't look after our needs first, it's easy when things hit a bump and we just give up. Like, I haven't even seen a cent come into my business, so I'm giving up, right? So let's find a way to make money right now. If you've been listening to my podcast or following me for some time now, you know that I started my blog from home um, when I quit my business, uh, FMB business, to be a stay-at-home mom, right? Um, you probably heard of this a lot, but this is a huge part of my journey and my story. And when I was at home, when I started the blog, it's, it's easy to say, um, okay, I'm going to build this blog up to one day be the chill mom or one day become Mom Boss Academy. But no, I did not have this plan at the start. I really just wanted to make some money. Or maybe you are a bit more advanced than I am. You do have some plans down the road. I, I want to <clears throat> have a membership program. I want to have a website that's raking in all this money. I have a financial plan and all that. But highly likely when you first started out, and if, especially if you do not have an audience, you won't get to that big goal right away, right? I When I first started, I was really just making money by writing for brands. Yes, at first I was charging $50 and then it became $100 and then become $200, $500, $1,000. And today I still write blog posts for brands sometimes and I charge $1,600. But I did not start off making $1,600. And today it has evolved to first a maternity concierge business and then it has evolved to now multiple streams of income 
and the main one being Mom Boss Academy, where I teach women entrepreneurs how to start their business from home. And I have a membership, and I have online program, and all that. But I did not wait for eight years to finally just launch my online program as the first thing to make money. I start making money right away. I start finding a way to make money right away. And yes, I did not love doing that, but it's important for me to keep myself going, so that I felt like what. Ever time that I've invested in my business is giving me some sort of income, right? So back then, I literally had created a business that I did not love. I did not love writing for brands. <laughs> let's let's put it out there, okay? Sometimes it's really for the money, and but for the first three, two, three years, it was necessary. Until I started my maternity concierge business, but that part I enjoy because I really enjoy sharing what I've learned in my parenting journey and helping other moms through that. But prior to that, I had to pay the bills, and as I was creating content, as I have more and more jobs coming my way, I can because I was making money. I can now. In reinvest those money back into building my audience, building my email list. I was also um hiring people to start helping me. Had I not started making money right away, I would not been able to learn about business and reinvest into education and become who I am today. Okay, because I want you to start making money right now because you likely need to, and it's important for you to not lose sight of building that business goal for yourself. And a mistake I made that I want you to learn from is that I began taking on too many brand collabs. And it was, to be honest, it was really hard to get out of it because money was doing well and it was keeping me comfortable. And even though my big vision for my business was something else, it was keeping me very comfortable. The money was coming, and and that was probably I would say a a mistake that helped me back into going my business to what it is today a lot longer. And if I had taken a few fewer ads clients and just made enough money to get by, and then focus on creating my online program, creating Mom Boss Academy, working with moms, then I would have started Mom Boss Academy maybe two to three years earlier, right? But I. I think it was because I came from my scarcity mindset. You know how I also grew up poor, and I've always had this, yeah, again, scarcity mindset that opportunities doesn't come, and I refuse to say no when people are literally say take the money and let's do business together, right? And 
So that's why I were afraid to lose a client and can't pay the bills, even though I literally did not have to worry. So I do not want you to repeat my mistakes. Do think about how you are going to make money right away, even though, yes, money is going to be tight in the first few years, and that's okay. But it's going to pay off once you really start operating the way you want to operate in your business. And it doesn't need to take three, five, six years like me, okay? And this actually goes back to your why. When you don't have enough money to do all the fun things that you want you you want to do in the first two years of the business, but you need but if you have your why, it makes it a lot easier to endure the hard days, right? So, um, so really, so if you're asking, so how do I start making money right away? Start thinking about what are currently people paying you for? What are some of the skills that you can do to make smaller offers? before you offer these big programs or, 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 or products or whatever it is that you start selling. What is the minimum viable product of how your business will eventually look like currently? For example, I have a student who sells, she manufacture um, food, like a packaged food business. I don't want to delve so much into it, because she's about to launch, but before she actually have the perfect packaging, have it all approved and, and done nicely and website and a huge launch, I was telling her, since you can do this at home, can you just package it with Ziploc bag and just sell it in a smaller quantity so that you start making a little bit of money and by doing that, it's like a scale down from your big vision. It does not look as pretty, but as le at least you're not spending a lot of money up front. You are starting to sell it in kind of like you can say the most stripped down version of your ideal product. Start to see if you can sell those. And if you can sell those and use your first clientele base as feedback, as you develop your dream product, as you develop your dream service, how does the stripped down version of it looks like and offer that so that you start making money right away. And there you have it. I hope you've enjoyed this episode. And if you're just starting out, I hope that you now know where you should place your focus. And if you've been in business for a while, I hope you've nailed down every single one of those focus area. And now you can move on to creating your dream products, your dream courses, or doing live launches, turning things into evergreen, or thinking about automating your business processes. Either way, thank you so much for being here with me today. And before I forget, have you subscribed to my podcast yet? Because I don't want you to miss out anything. And if you subscribe to the podcast, you'll be notified every time I have a new episode.
Thanks again for being here. I cannot wait to see you again next week. Bye for now. Now, if you have enjoyed this episode, please leave a review wherever you're listening. A good one, I hope. You can also tag me at the Chill Mom or momboss.academy on Instagram and tell me what you like or have learned from today's episode. I love seeing how you fit my podcast into your life. Till the next time, all my best and you've got this.